welcome to the Resilient Living Podcast. I am your host, Terrell and Minifield, excited for another opportunity to talk with you about all things resilient. Today, we are going to be talking about money. And I know my relationship with money has been one of the most resilient processes that I've gone through. There were times that I had not very much money and other times that I had a lot of money. And the times that I live in in now where I'm a good steward over the money that I have. And I thought it was worth an episode for us to talk about it. Talk about the details that I know to allow you to begin the conversation in this community about what you know. I'll title this episode, Do You Need a Budget? Now, to answer that question for myself, do I need a budget? I would say, no, I don't need a budget at this point in my life. But I don't need a budget because I have the self-discipline and I manage my money by following these three basic principles. Number one, do I have money available for emergencies? Number two, does my self-discipline allow me to manage the money that I have? And number three, do I have a plan for my future and my money? So I'll go through answering those three questions, but for me, I do not have to have a budget in my life, but I will tell you that most of my life I have lived within a budget. I think it's very, very important that if you are listening to this episode right now and you do not have a level of self-discipline when it comes to money, you need to stop whatever it is that you're doing with money and begin to develop a budget get an understanding, listen to podcasts, read books, do whatever you need to do in order to create the level of discipline that will allow you to have the money that you need and for you to manage your money rather than allowing your money to manage you. There is so many, so much information that's out there right now so much information about investing and, um, you know, resources and cryptocurrency and just savings, CDs. There's so much information that's out there that's available that when you get to the level of having self-discipline and money, then you can start exploring how you can make your money work for you. But we won't talk about all of those things today. We are going to simply talk about the basics. We want to talk about the basics about your relationship with money. And the best thing that I can tell you is my story. Maybe you can relate to it. Maybe you can't. And maybe you just need me to remind you of those things that you already know. I grew up in a military family. I was one of the three girls in our family and two girls that lived in the same household. I never wanted for anything. 
And what I mean by that is, is that the way we grew up, we had our basic needs met. Food, clothing, and shelter. Anything outside of that were extras. And the extras were not mandatory, nor was I entitled to receive them. So that doesn't mean that I went without, but I also did not have an appetite for those things that were outside of my understanding or even my access to be able to get those things. Now, I grew up in a great home with a great family and with a father that had a mindset that he grew up with not as much as others had. And that mindset and his way of living Um, filtered into how we lived. And so I never thought about money or what it meant to have money. I dreamed like all other girls dream, watched MTV, saw stuff on television, all the Disney princesses, and romanticized and created this life that I was eventually going to have, that somehow this money was just going to show up and I was going to live that way. In my growing up, I didn't have the conversations about money to get an understanding. Now, of course, I know my parents did the best that they could. And my brothers and sisters that I grew up with were managing their own finances, situation, and understanding. So as I grew up and began my college years, I fell into the trap that they often get with a lot of young college students. I began to see credit cards as a way to be able to fund my lifestyle and not having the discipline to be able to buckle down and pay them off every month as I needed to. And what I noticed was that the credit cards actually just became a symptom of a deeper problem, deeper problem of not understanding how money works, not understanding that, you know, satisfying that gratifying feeling of buying something also leads to a commitment that if you're not able to pay it, can end up being a bigger burden than what you even realize. So my understanding of money came through the experience of what I went through. When I got into a level of debt that I didn't know how to get out of, and that my income actually strangled the lifestyle that I wanted to have. So I went through a period of learning and understanding how I needed to pay things off and how I needed to save money. Now, the great thing about this experience was the foundation that my father actually built inside of me. There were things that he always did that I was aware of that I just immediately followed. My father always saved money. It was something that just became automatic with me that when I had money or got money from my paychecks, I was a good saver. And I have to admit that I've continued to be a good saver over all of the years that I've had little money or I've had a lot of money. I understood the value of having money on hand for emergencies. I understood that I didn't have to spend all the money that I had. So that was one of the great qualities that I actually recommend to you, that as you get paid, you can definitely pay yourself, but also pay your future with having a savings. And don't lean on that savings to be something that you um, dig into to satisfy an emotional need or an instant want, 
Let your savings be your savings. So as I continue to learn and understand about paying bills in my own apartment and, you know, the the different utilities and all of the things that are required when we start adulting, you know, I got into the pattern of knowing and understanding that I was absolutely going to save, but I also wanted to spend. So even though I was saving money, I was spending a whole lot more money than I absolutely didn't need to in order to satisfy, you know, the emotional feeling of I worked hard. I need to have this thing in order to pay me for my work and my effort or the latest trends that I saw other people were having and doing. I was fortunate to have the guidance of being able to be put in a position to have a vehicle and support with my insurance and the things that make our lives easier. But I didn't have the discipline to pull in when I needed to pull in. So there were a lot of opportunities that I could have taken the money that I've saved and maybe buy a home or maybe buy a used car rather than a new one. And so I give these examples to you just to show that I do have a point of reference when I talk about my experience with money, because I'm sure your experience is different. But because when we talk about resilience, we're talking about the process that we went through to get to the other side, that wisdom that develops. And you know that wisdom has to develop for yourself first. So in the experiences that I went through, learning the ups and downs of having money and not having money, I learned so many different things that I needed to apply them to my life. So a budget for me became that discipline where I started to look at the outgo of what I needed to pay and the income that was coming in in order for me to survive. And so as I continued to get in the rhythm of knowing what I had to pay and the money that was coming in, I became more disciplined. Now I had my son and I was a single mother for a period of time. And by the time I was able to have my son, I had gotten to such a discipline that my son and his being a part of my life and all of the things that I wanted to do for him didn't interrupt the discipline that I had established. I didn't want for anything. I was able to buy the clothes, the toys, the cribs, anything that I wanted for my son, I was able to afford because of that discipline that I had discovered and I had maintained. One thing about discipline is that it's always available But if you're not willing to apply that discipline to your life, you won't be disciplined. So because I don't have a budget now, it's because I have been disciplined in so long and and so hard that the money that I have now and the bills that I have, there's actually a change to where there's more money than there are bills. And I'm so excited to be on this side because now I can create a bigger plan for my future. 
Now, do I have it all worked out? Well, no, because I still have to go and I have to work in order for me to get an income. And one thing that I think people don't realize is that people that have acquired a level of wealth in their lives have their money work for them. They don't work for money. Rich people don't worry about their credit score. They usually have an income and the means to be able to buy what it is that they want and not qualify within someone else's system to get the things that they'd like to have. Now, I'm not disclosing and saying all people that have a certain amount of wealth think that way. But if you understand the mindset that happens when you have more, you're able to have more options and things are available for you. So let's get back to thinking about the process of that level of discipline that you have to have when it comes to money. Let's answer those questions. Do I have money available for emergencies? I absolutely do. Now, you never know how much money that you need for emergencies uh, when things happen. So I definitely have a reserve enough available that if something were to happen in my lifestyle, that I would have three months of what's needed to cover the, in- to cover the bills for a three-month period of time in my life. That would be a good amount to save for emergencies if they were to happen. Do I have self-discipline to manage what I have? Yes, I actually do. I like to shop like everyone else likes to shop. There are things and items that I will go and buy because I have the ability to do so. But I'm actually a really good steward over my money. So I'm going to lean to go to the rack in the back that has the sales. I'm going to look at trends and when they offer clothing or things that I like with the places that I like to shop in order to get the best deal for the money that I'm willing to pay. I like to think of it that I could have a first class lifestyle on a bargain budget because I put the effort and the work in to look for the best quality for the lower prices. So I'm able to manage what it is that I have. And I'm also willing to take a look at my spending and take things back if I need to. There have been times when I bought something because I thought something was nice or it was cute or I just wanted it. And then I'll come home and I'll evaluate what I have. And if I really need that item, I am disciplined enough to take it back to the store and release it because things will never have me. I own them. Now I have people in my family, they make fun of me. They think that, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing to take this stuff back. Well, I I would never be embarrassed about being disciplined about what I have and what I don't need. Because I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm able to buy things that I just want. Because my needs really are covered. They're taken care of. And our last question, do I have a plan for my future? Yes, I do. 
And we actually, my husband and myself, when we started getting older and older by mean, when we started looking at all of our children when they were finishing college, we started to look at what the plan was going to be for us. And in all sincerity, us looking at what that looked like, it's a little late in your life to start planning for your future or your retirement or whatever that later season in your life you want to call it. That's actually behind the eight ball, for lack of another way to say it. But we started looking at what we want our life to look like. How much money do we want coming in? And how much we don't want to have to work as hard or as long in different positions or be stuck to that position in order to bring that level of income in. So we started planning for our future. IRAs, CDs, 401k, retirement plans, all of those things we were able to invest the time to learn about, to study, and to actually invest in in order for us to have more later on as we plan for our future. Now there's so much to say about budgeting. There's so many things that I can share. So many things that, you know, the subscriptions that we pay for our streaming nowadays, the things that we really don't need in our lives that we have created that we believe that they're necessities. There are even apps, and I use some of them, that allow you to be able to pay your payments in four installments in order so that you can steward or manage your money to be able to have the item that you want and pay it over a period of time. It's almost like a modern railway, but you actually get that product right then and there. There's so many benefits of what's available for you. There's so many effects if you don't manage your money properly. And I think one of the things that we need to think about when we talk about money is that we need to think in the short term and in the long term. We need to think about assets that are accruing in value for us and liabilities that are taking away our purchasing power and our plan for the future. So many thoughts about money. But really, the question comes back Do you need a budget? Just something for you to think about. You know, there are a lot of books that I've read about finances and giving you their approach. And I've even gone to um, Dave Ramsey's class talking about budgeting and emergencies and just the planning to pay your way out of debt. I think. All of those resources are great models based on your personality. So that's where the research comes in that you really start looking at what's available, what's out there to find what model or recommendation that would work well for you to follow in order for you to have the self-discipline that you need to have when it comes to money. Now, I have some people, and I've read some things, how people criticize people for doing things like going to Starbucks, you know, the extras Starbucks, or getting their lashes done, or their nails done, or even guys going to play golf. You know, those are just extra expenses that you don't need to have. 
And you know what? They are absolutely right. They are extra expenses that you don't need to have. But if you have a level of self-discipline, they can be worked into your lifestyle according to the level of what you have. It's important for you to know what's going out and what's coming in. And I often think that, you know, there's so much criticism when when I attempt to manage my money and I go through, you know, really kind of, I'm getting kind of um, hard and really kind of um, strict and just disciplined. That's what I am. I'm just disciplined. And I find that other people really are so lax that they can't answer the simple questions as to how much they spend or how much they have allotted themselves in order to, you know, spend on Starbucks. Starbucks is making a lot of money from people that really don't have the money to spend on Starbucks. And then there are people out there that have the money to spend on Starbucks and are living their best life. And understand that my commentary is not that Starbucks is a good or a bad thing. The good or the bad thing is the self-discipline that you have in order to manage the money that you have, in order to have the kind of life that you want to live, and to be able to plan for your future. Again, there's so many things that I can say about money. Send me a note. Let me know what you want to talk about. Give me some ideas that we can share in our community in order for the conversation to continue. These are just my tidbits, my perspective, and my experiences. I would love to hear from you. I was going to say keep spending. Just keep listening. I want to leave you with a recommendation of one of the books that made an impact on me. The book is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It's a good book. The reason why I think it's a good book is because it comes from a perspective of talking a little bit about the history and keeping the principles of money very simple. Simple enough for us not to complicate it and simple enough for us to manage the self-discipline that we need to develop when it comes to money. Thanks for listening. Always grateful for you tuning in and sharing. And I can't wait to hear your many stories.